Hello, and welcome to the 76 to Infinity podcast. I'm your host, Nate Barrand. Alongside me is my co-host and brother, Shay Barrand. Um, today, we're gonna. it's October 23rd, um, Sunday, um, victory Sunday for the Seahawks. We beat the Chargers down in L.A. Um, final score, 37 to 24. Um, 23. 23, which honestly makes it seem a little closer than it actually was i kind of felt like it was uh the a little bit more separation um but you know the chargers scored a last minute touchdown um i guess for pride so uh overall great day for the seahawks i mean i don't know how many people around the league were thinking we were going to win this one uh against a team like the chargers who were four and two coming into this game um you know strapped with talent at uh, the skill positions and then an up and coming defense that, you know, has been reloaded with guys like Khalil Mack and then JC Jackson. So it was, it was a, it was an uphill battle. Um, do you know the spread? What it was four and a half, four and a half. Okay. So yeah, I mean, that's pretty, pretty solid. Um, but yeah, the, the defense I would say is probably the storyline of the game as far as, um, you know, just who who uh, controlled the game for us. Um, we kind of stifled the Chargers all day. Uh, they were only able to run the ball uh, 15 times for 53 yards, so three and a half yards a carry. Um, Herbert threw for 293, but, you know, he threw the ball 51 times. So, I mean, geez. Uh, he had two touchdowns and a pick. Um, and then on our side of the ball, uh, offensively, Geno Smith, had a solid game. It wasn't his best game. It wasn't a bad game by any means either. Uh, he had 210 yards on 27 attempts, 20 completions, two touchdowns. And uh, he did have kind of a bad pick, but um, you know, no one's perfect. Yeah. I thought uh, he took actually a lot more risks today. I feel like he threw a lot of passes, even a couple that could have been intercepted, like one in the end zone where he threw away. He, uh, I think it was Bryce Callahan. Didn't get yeah. Speed down. He threw a lot more dangerous throws to me, but then he also yep. made some really good throws. Yeah. Like the, the two fades from, of all people, Marquise Goodwin um, yeah. catches two fades for a touchdown. I thought that those were great throws and like kind of ballsy throws that I don't know. Yeah. He, really see from him. He right rifled now. some in there too to uh, Tyler, which was impressive. Um, yeah. But I mean, Marquise Godwin, I mean, or Goodwin is, was so impressive today. I mean, he had that his second touchdown was amazing that, I mean, the way he got up and yeah, he mossed that dude so bad, both in such clutch moments. And with DK down, like we really needed him to step up. And I don't know if that's the Facts. guy I would have picked, but whew, we needed him and he came through. I, I'm just happy for him. Cause there's a, that's a guy that just like kind of bounced around for a while and just had a, like a, a kind of a career day for him. I mean, 67 yards with the two touchdowns were huge. Yeah. Um, it felt like he had more to be honest, but, um, yeah, just those plays. And then the tight ends were pretty consistent again. They had 80 yards combined, which kind of is like the average for the year for them, which is pretty good. I mean, from a tight end position, if you're getting 80 yards a game from a tight end, that's way more than solid. we got. Way more than we got with Russ. Yeah, facts. Um, and then Kenneth Walker, goodness gracious. He is a monster. We got a we got a prize winner pony. Um he's really good. He's really good. Um, his like patience and his cuts are uh, just really impressive. Um, and his top end speed is a lot higher than I thought. I think he got to 22 miles an hour, which is the fastest of the game today on that 
uh, 74-yard touchdown run to pretty much seal the game. And he just, no matter what, I just feel like he's always kind of making the positive play. Like he's never just always hitting the hole harder, like bouncing out at the right times. He just seems like a very experienced for being a rookie. Um, I'm stoked off him. I wasn't, he was my favorite running back in the draft, but I just didn't like where we picked him in the draft. But yeah, was he was wrong. for sure my favorite. Like a lot of things this year with the Seahawks, I was wrong. Happy to be wrong. Yeah, I mean, who who wasn't wrong with the Seahawks this year? So, uh, based on this win, uh, we are officially in first place in the NFC West. Four and three. The Niners lose today against the Chiefs. Uh, that drops them to three and four. The Rams, I don't believe, played this week. Um, and I don't believe the don't. Cardinals... Oh, to the Cardinals? Oh, they will beat they, the Saints. Yeah, they beat the Saints. So they're now, and they were in last place, so now they're three and four. Mm-hmm. And the um, Niners and Rams play next week. Okay, so, yeah, um, we, we uh, <laughs> I can't believe we're in first place almost halfway through the season. Crazy. Um, and, like, a, pretty much the biggest reason for that is Geno Smith, which is the craziest thing. Yeah, I mean, he's, he is the biggest reason. he's been one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, like, the entire NFL, like, Tom, better stats than Tom Brady, better stats than like Aaron Rodgers. Like it's crazy. And it's crazy to me, especially today. I noticed how many timely throws he makes like on third down when we need it. Or like, you feel like, you know, he let a drive like after, um, you know, we went up 17, nothing early. Then uh, we gave up, you know, a touchdown to the chargers. We had that pitch to D Estridge. It was the stupidest play I've ever seen. I'm just done with D Estridge. It was a dumb play call, but I'm just done with D Estridge. He fumbles. The Chargers score 17-14, and then we don't score the next drive. There's stops both ways, but then right before half, he led uh, – I think we got the ball around four minutes, and he led that. It was a seven-play, 73-yard touchdown drive, which was absolutely needed. Like, I did not want to go into halftime only up three, knowing the Chargers get the ball first. They would have all the momentum at that point. Like, he just – it was such a timely drive, and it, I don't know. He just made a lot of big – plays on it i don't think we got to a third down on the drive um but yeah just very timely by him which i did i did not expect i honestly thought like when like moments would get too big that he would crumble but so did i and like his decision making is yeah just way better than i anticipated and so his so is his uh i guess he has uh just enough athleticism like to where he can actually be effective when he runs the ball like in escaping just to get like first downs. Like it's not like almost honestly similar to like Aaron Rodgers speed, like where it's like, or maybe like a slightly less than a Patrick Mahomes, like just without the size. But um, yeah, he does enough with his legs and it's just like, he doesn't turn the ball over. Um, and he, he just gives his playmakers a chance to make plays, which is something that rusted, but he does it with less risk somehow. And he uses the middle of the field a lot more than Russ. Russ always stayed on the sidelines, deep balls, and then on the sidelines. Like, using the middle of the field just seems so nice. It makes, like, everything seem way more spread out. Like, I just like towards the end with Russ, I'm not saying the whole time, but towards the end, like, I feel like things just got, the field seems so small. Like, we can only use certain parts of it. Totally. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of that has to do with probably – a combination of a few things, the off the line being better, having a running game, which kind of opens things up and then um, using your tight ends. Like it just, we've gotten to a point where now it's anyone can get the ball at any time and could be dangerous. Like instead of we're just going to run, run the ball at the gut and try and 
throw deep balls. Like that's it. That was it before. That's all. Yeah. The I will say the big thing that Gino has over us is our offensive line is so much better. So I much. love Charles Cross, Abe Lucas. They were they've been so good. Abe Lucas is a fucking monster. I honestly think Abe Lucas has been better than Cross. Oh, I think for yeah. sure, bro. Abe like Lucas every time in I the walk, run game is a freak. He's a mauler, and like I just feel like no, I just don't really see people get past him. I know you know Dunning Joey Bosa was playing, and they didn't have all their guys, but it never felt like their pass rush was overwhelming or anything. Gino's interception was just it was a bad decision. He just tried to laser it in the locket. It was stupid. Yeah. Um, um, but other than that, like, he wasn't, like, any – like, he just wasn't under pressure a bunch. Like, he, ne- like, none, he made, never made bad throws because he was under so much pressure. Like, things that you saw, like, with Jimmy G today. The when, only thing he actually – the only time that he – that kind of happened was that one where he tried to throw it out of the back of the end zone off his back yeah, foot. Yeah, that's the Bryce Um That was the only play where I was like, oh, man. Like, that was – like, but honestly – he probably should have got rid of it sooner. Yeah. But like, that was, but that's honestly the right decision to throw away. He just didn't throw it as hard as he could have. But like I was when I was watching the Niners with Jimmy G, like he get under pressure, and he just flings it, and like he just hopes for the best. Like like in the end, he threw that pick in the end zone. Yeah, like him. literally like, just the jump ball. And like, like that's what like sometimes just throwing away it's the best decision. Yeah, like or not taking like a bad sack. That was Russ's thing. Jimmy horrible Jimmy sack. really does play like three flags up out there. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, some other guys. Uh. Well, let's let's kind of walk through how the game played out. Um, I kind of want to highlight our defensive series, like how we started the game defensively. Um, and you want to cover maybe the offense yeah. in the first half, and I'll cover defense in the first half. Yeah. We got the ball first, and we were driving, and then eventually we got to like the fifty yard line, and then Gino tried to fit it into a really tight window with Lockett. It gets tipped in the air. Kenneth Murray. The linebacker on the Chargers intercepts it, um, so it wasn't the best start. And then, yeah, then it went. You know, the Chargers got the ball, and I think they had it like uh, on this in the Seahawks territory. So yeah, it was first and ten on the Seahawks forty-one, which is, I mean, against this offense, is not not a good place to be. Um, yeah, and then basically we stopped Eckler's run, ran the ball twice, we stuffed them both times giving up only a yard and then they had a little pass to Eckler where he fumbled and, you know, got a couple yards out of it. Um, and then they tried to go for it on fourth in our territory and we stuffed Eckler again. Mm-hmm. I was so happy they didn't do a quarterback sneak. I was like, why go ahead. Oh Robert. yeah. I was like, why do you, if you have Herbert, you're not like, I hate when teams don't do a quarterback sneaks. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I don't remember that fumble for some reason. Did it was, he, it was so Eckler he caught hit him it. and no. he fumbled forward. No. So Eckler caught it. It was a pass, and yeah. it, but it, it really should have been an incomplete pass. But it like okay, it like they caught it and the ball got knocked out super quick. Like they would have called it incomplete, it would have stayed incomplete. Pete challenged it and he lost. Okay, yeah, I must have stepped he out. He literally loses every must challenge. Have been out of the room for that. Yeah, he literally loses every challenge. But it was it was um, a weird, it was kind of a weird. So play. yeah, we stop him on our own thirty-two and then get the ball back and uh, then uh, why don't you tell yeah, us? Yeah, I mean, that? then our first touchdown drive. Really, at the big play was we it was thir- got to third and thirteen, and then Gino threw a deep one to lock it. It was incomplete, but there's a pass interference. It was it was a little borderline, but, but Lockett kind of used like the vet move of like making sure like he stopped and got Callahan. I think it was Callahan again. He got his waist wrapped up like wrapped around his waist. Yeah, and it was yeah. like he almost kind of like tap like pushed him down. It looked like, but um, it was definitely a close one. But after that, uh, we eventually, I mean. We said, then again, we had another third and long on the Chargers 20. We threw like, a, it was the first bomb to go. It was like 20, it wasn't a bomb, but it was 20 yard pass, a good one for his first touchdown on a third and 14. And that's where I was stoked with Gino that he's actually on, 
not just like taking a check down so it's an easier field goal. Like you have it on their 20 yard line, just take a shot at the end zone. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like all, all the third downs on that drive are impressive. But, it was like the, they had the PI on Lockett, then it was third and one, and then he threw for 21 yards on third and one to Marquise Goodwin, which is like such a risky move for Pete. It's surprising, but. But yeah, after, I mean, after that, pretty much like this, after we scored there, like I felt pretty good because it's like, okay, we, we already threw an interception, which is like the, you know, worst thing that could happen um, or one of the worst things that could happen. Then we got the stop and then we scored. And then the charger. And then after that, we got a pick. No, no, we got the fumble. No, or wait, we get the pick or the fumble after that? Pick. Oh, pick. Okay. Yeah. Then we, we picked them off in their next series. So first series was that we turned them over on downs. Then we picked them off. Um, and then we, and then after that next series, after that, we forced a fumble. So we have a turnover on downs, an interception, a fumble to start the game. And, uh, they did end up scoring, uh, two touchdowns in their last two, uh, in two of their last three drives to the first half, but it is what it is. I mean, we, it's the chargers and we were putting up points. So like we're up 17, nothing at a point. So it was like, they had, they're of course, were you know, being aggressive to me, it just seemed like we hit them in the mouth first, then they hit back. And I was like, okay, then let's, you know, we'll see where we go from here. Cause it was 17, nothing to blink an eye. Then they scored 14 quick. Yeah. And like, that's honestly where like, you know, people would expect like all my friends are texting me like, okay, this is for the Seahawks, you know, fold, like they're not going to win this game. You know, it's you're, you already, the lead evaporated so quickly. Yeah. But it was literally like six minutes and 30 seconds. They scored I, two touchdowns. I know. I was like, I want to go. I, we need to go in the half double digits, not up three. And that's where I felt that that drive before half to me was the biggest drive of the game. Like that Yeah, was, our last drive before half. Yeah, yeah, that was the biggest drive of the game. And then, honestly, coming to the second half and stopping them, like, sets a tone. Like, we're not – like, they're not going to be just walking up and down the field on us. For sure. Uh, yeah, the defense was just really timely, too, with their stops. Um, yeah, I mean, we stopped – they got to our side of the field, but – um, it, it was, you know, a couple short passes and whatnot. And Eckler, honestly, Eckler played is just a really tough guy to stop. And so contain. I like, he caught so many passes. He's going to get his at some point. So, like, I, I wasn't – I didn't feel too bad about it. He had 12 catches. I was like, I feel like that guy caught so many, dude. Every yeah. Season. And then, so, yeah, second half, first, three, first four series, we forced a punt, another punt, another punt, and then we turned him over on downs. Yeah. And then their, the their last series of the game, they scored a touchdown. But – yeah, I mean, four of the five series we or st- stuffed them like bad. So, um, really impressed with the defense. Uh, we gave up twenty three total, but like like I said, it was like we were up thirty seven to sixteen. And yeah, I mean, you're playing kind of a a softer. I feel coverage. like this was our most complete game. I feel like this was our so best too. game, and it kind of like was a measuring, most impressive. I feel like yeah. yeah, most impressive for sure. And I felt like it like for the season, it kind of sh- seems like what are you going to do? Like, are you tank? Are you going to just kind of start losing games? Or are you going to try to fight for a playoff spot? And just because the NFC is so bad this year, it is so bad that we can try to like fight for the playoffs. Was, this was the most fun I had like watching a game. I felt like in so long. Our it was our toughest game and our best performance, which was like a pretty cool mm-hmm. thing. Like it's a uh, kind of seems like you would think that this would be a type of team that will rise to the occasion, you know, like they're not going to back down. I can be scared. Maybe they're not always going to be great, but then they're never going to back down at the big moment. And Such a fun shy team. Away. Such a fun team. And yeah. like the cap, like cap off, like to really, really seal the game, the big Kenneth Walker run. I feel like it's just like so fun for everyone. And he's just the perfect, perfect, 
like NFL back, modern NFL back. Like he can catch the ball. He can run in between the tackles. He has top end speed. Like, and it's just crazy. I mean, the fact that he runs a four three is wild. If I will say the one big mistake Walker did have is when he had it in her own end zone and he took that handoff and he did not hit the hole hard. Like he kind of yeah. like, he just, it was like very delayed and stuff. And then he ended up giving up a safety basically. Sure. You know, someone came through the line, but like, I feel like as a running back, you've got to know, like, it's not even about vision at that point. You just got to get a yard. Literally, like, you just like, get it. You got to get out of the end zone and worry about the rest of the Uh huh. Cause that started, sca- that kind of scared me once uh, they got a safety. I was like, I did see how upset he was like after, like you could see on the sidelines and it just, he seems like the kind of guy where it's like, he's never going to make that mistake again. Like he was just like so mad at himself. At least that's what it seemed like to me. Um, because yeah, I mean, you know, he knew the situation and he might've just been kind of getting greedy. Yeah. But honestly, after the safety, like that's where things could have turned because it cut the lead to 11, but then our defense came up with a big, big stop. stop. Like that right was there. to me, their biggest stop. Of the Wasn't game. That, a, that was like a quick three now. It was a three now. They got yeah. a negative four yard. They went backwards four yards. And like, that's where I felt like this game was super timely and like either the scores or the stops by the Seahawks. Like that's what made it feel so complete to me. Cause they never felt like they were like lost control of the game. Like I never got really nervous to be honest. Like, I thought it was just a fun game. Yeah. I don't know what happened to this defense. What has gotten into them the last two weeks? I mean, give up nine points against the Cardinals and then 23 against the Chargers. That's pretty damn good. Including the one was like a garbage time touchdown. Yeah, 32 one. points in two games. Oh, I was so mad at the end. Kobe Bryant almost had his interception and then Nwosu yeah. was offsides. I know. I, I Honestly, like, yeah, of course I wanted to have or like wanted to get the pick, but I'm not really mad at Nwosu. Like, he he has been such a he's been great, great playmaker for us. He's probably the best player on our defense. And this was his revenge game too. And he almost got Herbert for a sack. Like he tackled him and oh Herbert kind gosh. of ripped off of him. And he had like two or three quarterback hits. He just is always around the ball. I really like the way he plays. He's a unique talent because he shows up on in like every stat category, like pass deflections, QB hits, forced fumbles, uh, sacks, like. He just kind of can do everything. What I will say, though, what what I don't like about our defense are linebackers. They're just not very good. Jordan Brooks has been so disappointing. Ton, we always say it with him now, as a new phrase, it's just so many empty calories with him. Like, he is, he'll get his tackles, but it's like five yards down the line, seven yards, you know? Exactly. Ne- never a tackle for loss, never a sack. Never a pass deflection. Yeah, not, there's not, no big plays. And I'm like, it's just not good. Like, And you think about what the Chargers' big thing of their offense was, was Eckler getting catches. Usually the linebacker's responsibility, they were getting cooked by him. Yeah, yeah Eckler's don't get me wrong; he's really good. At, you know, receiving back, he's kind of, can get open. He's really quick, but our linebackers just are they're not. Good. You didn't stop him one time one on one, like in the open field. They're like, not good, and they're on the touchdown. It was Barton that gave it up. Barton, the worst player on the team, bro. I don't think we'll do anything at trade line trade deadline, but we can <laughs> just get him rid of him for a bag of rocks. I'll do it. Literally, like give me like I don't know. I'll take anyone. But uh, who is who is your player of the game for defense? Uh, we, I, I know we both want to say the same guy. Um, go ahead, you can do it. Right, I'm not gonna say him. No, you. Can, I wasn't gonna say him. I know you're gonna say. Okay, well, we we had both discussed oh, yeah. about how great. I'll just mention this one, and then I'll mention my real one since you're not gonna say him either, because he deserves to be mentioned. Ryan Neal, uh, Rhino. He had a pick today. He had. Uh, seven tackles and he also had um was it a tackle for loss 
Four pass deflections. Oh, and four pass deflection. That's what it was. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty impressive stat line for a guy that's starting for the first time this year. He plays so much better than Josh Jones. Josh Jones was really not good at safety. I feel like Neal's made a big difference. You know you're having a good game when things like this happen. Like- Actually, did, did Josh Jones start last week? No. No. So, Neal did too. And interesting. So, our two – the the times where our defense has looked at its best, our last two games – it's been when Ryan Neal is the starter and Josh Jones is on the bench. Yeah. Um, like I was saying, you know it was like Neal's kind of game when like they ran like a fade towards him and the ball just like hits you like in the back of the head. Like it's they it technically it counts as a pass breakup, but it's like, you know, you're kind of just be, it's being in the right spot for sure. You're breaking it, it yeah, it is. Yeah, it's you not, are. You're not fucking with your it's hand. Just, yeah, I know. It's just kind of funny that that happened. Um, I, I mean, I thought Darrell Taylor, he finally had, or not finally, I mean, he's been getting him, but he had a a strip sack and a recovery, and he almost ran it back. Herbert chased him down by it. was going to be so excited if he got a touchdown out of it. But it was cool to see him just, like, get using his speed to get pressure. Um, just a sack, you know, strip sack recovery. He meant, you know, the whole play himself. Yeah. So that was really cool to see. And that's his second one in as many weeks. And he's starting to heat up a little bit. He's got a re- he had a really slow start, but he's starting to get going. And he's making his sacks, like, very uh, valuable. Like, each one has been a strip sack. He has three sacks in six games. All three of them are strip sacks. Woolen, uh, gave, Woolen gave up his first touchdown. Oof. Yeah. That's tough. Bummer, but. Uh, I will say the other guy that <clears throat> I was going to mention, if it wasn't going to be Ryan Neal, was uh, Shelby Harris. He only had two tackles today, but he one of them was a sack, and then he had a tackle for loss. He also had two pass deflections and a QB hit, uh, which is in a, for a rotational D tackle like that's that's a great game. Um, two two pass deflections is huge. It's like mm-hmm. it's like two stopping a running back for no gain twice in a row, basically. Like I was surprised Herbert didn't run as much. He really does not run a lot, and he's so like the times no, he did run, like I felt like he had room. But, like, because we ran, like, some single coverage, some man coverage, you know, mostly run zone. But he ran some man stuff. And every time he did, I felt like if he did take off, there was always room. But he just doesn't like to run a lot. Like, he really is kind of just a gunslinger. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, he, he's – I'm not – I don't Remember think, when I got into it the, uh, on our local radio, 95.7 The Game, which is kind of the 49er station. They were complaining about Jimmy and how all the quarterbacks that are good these days are, are – dual threats and that can run the ball. And I was kind of saying that Herbert wasn't really a dual threat, even though he is fast, like he never runs. Like he, he has like a lot of the same running stats as like, like Derek Carr or something or Kirk Cousins. So like, I wouldn't consider him in that I format. About, but I don't know about Kirk, but I just think that people are a little too early to crown Herbert. Like he's never been in the playoffs and people already put him in the conversation. Like Mahomes, Josh Allen, like, nah, he is not there for me. I have no way I'm putting him there. Like a lot of people tell me in the beginning, telling me in the beginning of the season they would take Herbert over Mahomes. I was like, that is crazy. That is crazy. It's just Mahomes because he threw for five thousand yards, everyone was going crazy. Like, and like he does have a gun. He does have a crazy arm. Yeah. And he makes crazy plays, but I don't know. He just I don't know what is he's not offense. He's, and he's not line, maybe. to me. He's just not so much of a gamer too. Like sometimes I'm like, you get into the game, man. Like, well, it's weird because he was like. I never plan on getting this far with football. And we're like, yeah, we can kind of tell like you, it's like you're almost have lost the competitiveness or something, but yeah. Uh, our defensive stats as a team, three sacks, four tackles for loss, nine pass deflections, eight QB hits. So we were all over Herbert all day. Uh, I think that made a huge difference. Our pass rush has been the best. Like, I mean, I think we've doubled our sacks in the last two games. 
Um, yeah, we have like for, nine sacks in the last two games. And um, for offense, 214 yards on the ground. Sheesh. Very even split, actually. 214 in the ground, 210 in the air. No, one night. Oh, yeah. Oh, what is he? One night. Sack yards. Oh, sack yards. Oh, yeah. One, 210 in the air. Yeah. Yeah, 210, 210 in the air, Very 214 on the ground. So 414, 6, 24 20. yards. Yeah, 424 yards of offense is great. Yeah, it was fun. That was a really great game. And now look. I felt like we could have done more. Yeah. And looking ahead, we got the Giants next week. The Giants are lightweight due for a loss. They're 6-1. and one. They're coming to Seattle. Seattle's early line is their favorites by two and a half points. This is the weirdest year, I swear. I think we're going to beat the Giants, but... I think so, too. Especially at home. I, don't know. I just think because being at weird, home, I think we're going to win. But it's just the weirdest year, though. And then we play the Cardinals after that. Um, another very winnable game. I mean... Could split versus... They have D-Hop now, so that will change the dynamics of the game for sure. Um, and then we have the Buccaneers, the Raiders, and the Rams, which is probably the toughest part of our... Sk- oh, eh, it's kind of on par. That's one of the tougher... Areas, but we, I don't, all, I don't we also play the far. Niners, Chiefs, and Jets. I don't, want, point. I don't want to look too far ahead, but right now it's fun to be top of the NFC West. We could, you know, talk our smack for now because yeah. it's great. If you would have told me that heading into what week we're heading into week eight now, uh, yes, yeah, so this will be heading into week eight. We're the Seahawks are at top of the NFC West. It's nuts, it's like the craziest thing to me, but it was a perfect day. The Seahawks won, the Niners lost, the Rams didn't play, so. It was we just have, a great uh, day. We're what a great day. Top top ten record in the NFL. Pretty impressive. We pr- have probably the leading can or not maybe probably have the leading candidate for D Roy or close to it with Woolen. And then Kenneth Walker's gonna be getting really close too. I just yeah. I mean, this isn't good. Actually the Patriots have a corner that's the, also Brees Hall. Brees Hall's been really good for the Jets, but he went down to the ACL, it sucks. Um Damian Pierce, maybe, or Alave, but Walker's gonna be right in the mix. He's going to be in the mix. But yeah, overall, I'm just super stoked off our rookies. No matter what comes out of this year, it might suck not getting like a super high draft pick or something. But this has been such a fun year. And just seeing our rookies just ball out. Dude, just ball out is like so exciting for the future. And worse and worse, hopefully Denver keeps losing because we have their pick. I know. That's <laughs> where I'm like, all right, well, we, could, we can't keep winning these games and get a quarterback. But then I'm, Denver keeps losing. I'm like, all right, well, maybe we'll still have a shot at our quarterback, which is going to be an interesting – uh, dilemma. dilemma, but I do not want to get into this Jimmy G, Trey Lance bullshit situation. Like, just take your quarterback. You're already planning on a rebuild of some sort. Like, just do it now. I understand Gino's good. Let Gino go play somewhere else. Like, if I, Gino takes us to the playoffs, he still want a new quarterback? No, I, I want. It, it, Wait, you do? You do or don't? I, I don't want Gino to be my quarterback. Yeah, after this oh, no, year. I'm saying if he takes it to the playoffs, so you want to still draft one? Yeah, me too. Me too. That's okay. I think no that's matter, a big, no matter. I think it's what, become a big thing. I no think matter it's what, big. you have to draft a quarterback. Like, it's a great quarterback class. It's kind of our one chance that we can guarantee we're going to have a high pick, or you know, two first rounders to make it a high pick. Um, and yeah, it's like you have two first rounders, two second rounders. Like, get you go and get your guy. Even if you have to cash in all four of those picks to get them, I think it's worth it still. Um, to have that quarterback on a rookie deal, which is kind of similar to probably what Gino's getting paid right now. Um, but yeah, uh, it's looking like uh, it's going to be right down to the wire for this division based on what we're seeing now. Um, the trade deadline's coming up. Uh, November 1st is the end of the trade deadline. So 
I don't personally expect the Seahawks to be Seahawks to be buyers or sellers. Seahawks. Seahawks. <laughs> Seahawks. Uh, and yeah, I kind of see us staying put. Maybe we add a linebacker, or uh, I could see like some sort of depth piece at running back. But other than that, I, I kind of see us staying put. Yeah, I think we're gonna stay put. There's no reason to make any moves. I do. I'll be mad if we traded for something. Like I just just stay put. Just don't do anything. And to see where the season takes you. It's been really fun so far. And it's like, just don't rock the boat. Yeah. Just let no re- reason to spend money. We don't really have any money to spend. Just let things happen. Um, and the last thing I want to touch on before we end this episode is the DK injury. It's kind of the saddest part of the day. Uh, we The information that's coming out is kind of vague. We know that he had an MRI, but. Um, no, the x-rays were negative. The results so, I mean, were negative. That's always great. Um, which is good. But. We just don't really know what the extent of it is. They said it's just an initial MRI and they want to confirm it when they get back to Seattle. So I'm hoping it's just like uh, he dislocated his knee or sprained his knee, something along those lines, just not ACL, MCL, meniscus, whatever kind of situation. Um, But yeah, really looking forward to the next couple weeks to see how the season plays out and uh, how we end up stacking up. Next week, we will be playing against the Giants, the Giants in Seattle. Uh, I think we, we're going to win. Final score prediction, Seahawks 31, Giants 24. Seahawks 27, Giants 23. But we'll see. What were we'll our predictions see. last week? Or, uh, oh, we need to do last week. Damn. We got to get on. All right. We got to get on. Every more. week. You can <laughs> we count on that. me seeing you here. Online. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Peace. Happy Sunday.